I haven't thrown up this banner in a while, and I thought it I thought it'd be cute. Look at that. Oh. I forgot we had this. I was like, oh. Well, anyway, welcome to the Fallout TV, <laughs> where we are your number one source for the Fallout of Drag Race Holland season two. I'm Logan Murphy. I am Jordan Lagachi. Lagachi. Well, now I have to say, now I have to say my last name weird. Murphy. Mercier. Murphy. Yes, I am now Laura Mercier. Thank you so much. I own a very large uh, makeup company. Thank you. Now, oh God, Jordan. We've been putting off talking about this episode because, oh Lord, some things happened and uh, my stand card shifted. My sand card shifted and I didn't think that was going to happen. Not today. <sighs> we'll talk about it. I disagreed with almost everything that happened this week except for the bottom. Honest to God. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm at personally. So. Yeah. But we are going to dive into all of episode five of Drag Race Holland season two. But before we get started, if you are watching with us live or not live, we're not live. Oh, no, I almost did the live one. If you are watching wherever you can visually watch our podcast, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment and share. And if you're listening wherever fine podcasts can be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment and share, because we're the only podcast in the world talking about Drag Race Holland, and follow us on Twitter, because we're great. We're not saying you're not great, but we're great. So, Jordan. <sighs> okay, here's the thing. So, we start this episode, and Ivy Elise is, was robbed. And, you know, most of the other queens think that uh, Countess should have gone home. And I think the universe wanted Countess to go home. Because there's no universe where Ivy Elise Monroe should have gone home last week. But unfortunately, she did for some reason. Yeah. I will say, I also saw Ivy's makeover on Instagram. And she would have brought her mother... And they looked really good. So I'm annoyed, but it's fine. Um, but we start the episode. We go to this mini challenge. Now, the mini challenge on paper is real cute. They bring in the first gay couple to ever be married in the Netherlands, which I thought was really adorable. Um, they were cute. But... Um, they bring them in and the queens have to do some quick drag and do like a marriage ceremony, whatever. And nothing was really all that memorable except for one Vanessa Van Cartier making a yes. Tourette's joke. Not cute. No. I, and I, I've looked to see, you know, Maybe she said something about it. Maybe she's, like, made a post about it. I have not seen anything. So I'm honestly really disappointed. Um, as someone who has friends with Tourette's, uh, 
it's really fucking disgusting, I'll be honest. Um, I just thought it was gross and disgusting, and I wasn't a fan of it. And, you know, Vanessa, I'm, I'm done with you, girl. You're good. Bye. We're moving over to the Kita Minaj train. That's where I'm at, personally. You know where so. I'm at? Hmm. Over this season? Downloading. Yes. You know why? <laughs> because while Presents Plus, I feel very attacked. All I want to yeah, do I is watch the episode with no interruptions. Yeah, can we make WoW Presents Plus better in Canada, please? Like... Uh, you know, I went to Crave. I thought maybe Crave would have it. And they don't? They, they do not. That's weird. Okay. And I am just very, very, very tired of trying to watch the episode and then getting spinny, 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 spinny. Yeah. So, we see Kita Minaj win the mini challenge. I don't even really remember what she did. So, sure, girl. Get your mini win. Get your mini challenge win. But we move on to the maxi challenge, Jordan, and it is the makeover challenge. Um, I was surprised given, you know, that they, um, that it was still, you know, the COVID times when they recorded that they were able to get family members in. Yeah, that was, uh, I want to say it was a pleasant surprise. Definitely, definitely. So we see Kita Minaj and her mother, Joyce. We have My Little Pony with uh, her sister, Kim. Tabitha with her sister, Jermaine. The Countess with her best friend, Lot. Uh, Vanessa with her partner, Stevie. And Vivaldi with her mother, Karen. Now, a lot of the workroom stuff is, like, stuff we've seen for makeover challenges in the past. Uh, the big thing that sticks out is that Vanessa and Stevie kind of talk about their relationship and Vanessa being a trans woman and all that kind of stuff. I did think this was a, a really great conversation to show on the show, but... I do, too. Yeah. Because um, that representation is important, but, I mean, the bulk of everything else we have to talk about, Jordan, is the runway. <laughs> Come on, runway. Yes. So, so you wanted uh, a twist. Not that. <laughs> but yeah, so I also want to talk about, so the guest judge for this week was Alex Claussen. And I did not know who he was. But he is very attractive. So I wanted I to know so. who he was. Um, and he's just a comedian and actor. So... There's that. Bob's waiting for me to put up the slideshow. I am. Yes. Um, I did think as well, Fred looked really good this week. Um come on, Fred I, pulling out looks. Yes. And we have Marika back and Raven Van Dorst. I love Raven Van Dorst. 
Uh, I think Raven Van Dorst is great. So, um, not that. But okay, shall we dive into these makeover Luke's? Please tell me this. So, okay, good. <laughs> what? Honestly, if I'm being honest, I thought I skipped one. And oh, good. When I seen that it was page two, I felt relieved. Great. So first up is Kita Minaj and her mother uh, serving Asian persuasion. Jordan, what did you think about these looks from Kita and Joyce? Honestly, give me a golden crown and I'm here. Right. I thought they looked amazing. Uh, the nails, you could take an eyeball or two out there. Or th an eyeball or two or three. Definitely, definitely that. Or just rip someone's heart out. Sure. Um, I thought this was really good. Um, for me, we'll talk about it, but the top three were really the top three, and the bottom three were really the bottom three. Like, there was no one that did, like, in the middle for me. Um, yeah. I thought Kita did an amazing job making her mother look good. I love that they're uh, representing their Indonesian heritage. I believe it's Indonesian. If it's not, don't come for me. Because um, I think oh, it's Indonesian. I think they're Indonesian. But um, regardless, I thought they looked really, really good. I love this color on Kita as well. I, just thought, I thought she slayed. I liked everything about this. So I next, uh, loved everything about this. I loved this as well. So this was My Little Pony. So it was drawn together. And these outfits were actually made out of cartoon drawings that their dad made. Because Pony was here with uh, her sister. Um, I thought it was good. I was confused by the garter and the thick garter. Yeah. That's where I was ever so slightly confused. Um, but I do like the looks. Fair. Yeah. And you don't have any no, other comments I, on it? <laughs> I, I just really enjoyed, like, the sentiment of it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why, like, they could... They got away with a little bit more for me. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, the garters were a little strange. Her sister is gorgeous, though. Stunning. Like, looks so, so good. So next up is Tabitha, or Tabitha, as they like to say. But I'm going to call this bitch Tabitha. Uh <laughs> Your name's Tabitha, not Tabitha. Well, in their accent, I guess it would be. That'd but, be yeah. So she is serving the butterfly effect. You know, I thought this was fine. I the biggest issue. basic as fuck. Well, yeah. I think for me, the biggest issue is that the cover-up for Tabitha doesn't match the color of the bodysuit. 
yeah. Whereas with her with her sister, like the color scheme matches a little bit better. I also kind of wish that they had swapped hair because I don't like this blonde moment on Tabitha personally. Um, it doesn't suit Tabitha. No, but I don't think she looks bad per se. It's just basic. AF. Yeah. Next to the stage, we have... The Countess with her best friend serving blondes in the city. So... Here's what I'm gonna say. I think they look stunning. This is giving me very, like, throwback Madonna. Yeah, the Countess really does kind of look like Madonna Madonna. here. I think, honestly, I'm going to say something potentially... uh, Controversial? Not controversial, but, like, an unpopular opinion. I honestly think Countess had the best makeover. I think for me, like, the way she... Family resemblance. Like, if you're going just straight up off of the way she looks, I would say Countess did the best. But they really did, they really did nothing on the runway but pour alcohol. And, like, girl, it's just not enough. No. Category is not enough. Category is walking around the stage in a blonde wig. That's really all she did. And drinking. And drinking. But no, I do think her best friend looked really, really good. But we move on to Vanessa Van Cartier and her partner doing the power of love. You know, another potentially unpopular opinion, I don't think Vanessa should have won this week. Uh, Now, I do... I I'm on the fence with Vanessa Van Cartier. Yeah. So in the sense that I don't like that she went there in the mini challenge. Yeah, and I'm I'm like trying to be and impartial. For that, like, I'm kind of annoyed. But on the other side of this, with, like, the being trans, and, like, honestly, this week I thought when they started showing more of her story, I was like, oh, shit, she could be leaving. Yeah. Because this episode really focused on her, I noticed. Uh-huh. Um, I thought the look was cute and I liked the, like, I guess, like, the meaning behind Mm -hmm. all of it, but it is just simply a token. Yeah, and I just, uh, for me, it's just not creative, Like, it's, it's just not all that creative. That's just where I'm at with it. Like, do they look good? Yes. Um, it, 
It's just basic for me. Next to the stage, we have... We have Vivaldi doing Crochet You Stay. Now, here's the thing. Um, I think Vivaldi should have won. <laughs> I thought this was so fucking good. I dislike it. Really? Really? Wow. That's kind of a gag. I really, really like... This gives me... like This is reminiscent of... I think of Naomi Smalls on All Stars 4 giving, you know, the cat couture look. But honestly, like, I just thought this was so inventive. I would have never expected this from Vivaldi. Um, and I honestly think that's where, like, it put me above... Like, for me, I would have been more okay had Vivaldi or Kita won this challenge. Um, because I thought their overall look, their, like, story, their performance. Like, I thought, I thought Vivaldi's mother slayed this runway. I mean, I would say that Vivaldi's mom served... I just don't like the outfits. That's fair. That's the fair. The makeup I, is great. Yeah, I just, I don't think I was expecting this level of whimsicality from Vivaldi. Given what we've seen of her thus far this season, I wasn't expecting this, and I think that's that adds to why I like it so much. Keep an eye out on this one. I honestly think Vivaldi is going to make the finale. I wouldn't be surprised. Given what we know, like, honestly, it's a very strong top five, and we'll talk about it a little bit at the end of the episode, but, like, I would not be surprised whatsoever if Vivaldi made it to the finale. Next up to the stage, we have no one. No one. This is our fifth episode, Jordan. You should know Vivaldi's the last queen. Anyway, we do the critiques. They have That's a really where cute. Where I'm at. Not this. Um, we go to the critiques on the stage, um, and then Fred is like, "Partner, turn to your drag queen and tell them why you appreciate them." And I was like, "I mean, this is emotional, but like, there's a more eloquent way to say this, Fred." Um, can was it just me or did it? Like, felt very catered to Vanessa and her partner. You know, like, I feel like this whole episode was catered for Vanessa and her partner. They really were the stars of the show. Yeah. Um, though she made some mistakes, and maybe she will comment. But as of right now... I just went and did a real quick Instagram search or and or, and Google search and nothing's been said. So um is she getting a lot of like pushback? 
No, she's getting nothing but love, and it's kind of really frustrating. So that's probably why she's not, like, you know what I mean? I think if, like, people were coming at her a little harder, then maybe yeah, she would say something. And I don't condone what she did. I definitely no. do not. But I did enjoy her look. And it's it's difficult. Story. It's difficult when like it's just a difficult situation to be in. I don't think it's ever really gonna be addressed because again, like when it comes to unfortunately in media, and I'm 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 just gonna say it, when it comes to like being offensive people are like oh my god you're racist bye not that i'm saying racism is good i'm not saying any of these things are good oh jordan went dark great but like people are quick to like call out racism call out misogyny call out transphobia homophobia but when it comes to ableism like people aren't as quick to call it out and that's where it gets really frustrating for me like it just like it's just frustrating. And none of these things are good, and they should all be called out for it, in my opinion. Like, it's it's just really frustrating, because Vanessa is someone that I've enjoyed up until this point. But just, like, making the joke that she did, and even having... I don't remember who it was, but someone in confessional was, like, really a Tourette's joke. Like, I, and I, I kind of agreed. I was like, girl, what are you I doing? Want to, I want to say it was Vivaldi. It was either Vivaldi or Tabitha. Tabitha. I don't Tabitha. But, yeah. So, I, I'm just frustrated with it. And it does seem like they're gearing her up now. Now that she has a win, they're gearing her up to be a frontrunner, which is frustrating in my eyes. But, yeah. So, we come back to the main stage after the deliberation and we do find out that the winner of the challenge this week is Vanessa Van Cartier. Did you agree, Jordan? My morals had me torn on this one, but yes, I did agree. See, I don't even bring in like morals in this situation. I don't think she did the best. I think it should have been Kita. I mean, but I, I think this was I, th I just think given the fact that her partner is here and given the fact that they had the conversation in the workroom and given the fact that like he's the only man here while everyone else has their mother or their sister like I think it just this entire episode was set up for Vanessa to win and for Vanessa to get her win in order to make her a real contender because they're probably going to just push her through to final three which is like whatever but I, for me, I think it should have gone to Kita. But we have Vanessa winning the challenge, and we have Kita and Vivaldi being high. I did agree with that. I think that was the very clear top three. And then they call the bottom three, which we know the bottom three was Countess Tabitha and Pony. They, Fred says, Pony. 
you're going to the lip sync. And I was like, oh, so it's Pony and Countess. And then he says, Tabitha, you're also going to the lip sync. And Tabitha's like, and, v- and Countess is like, <laughs> and then he goes, Countess, you're also in the lip sync. And I was like, not a three-way lip sync again. Because they did one on season one. And you know, the European franchises are not, do not shy away from a three-way lip sync, which, you know, I'm honestly personally on board with. But well, they have the stage to do it. They do. Now, Jordan, let's <laughs> discuss let's discuss this lip sync at length for a while. So the Countess, Tabitha, and Pooney lip sync to my second favorite RuPaul song, Call Me Mother. Uh what's your favorite RuPaul song? I don't think I've actually ever asked you. Like, do you have a favorite? I want to say it's Sissy that walk. Bum, 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 okay, bum, that's a bum, that's bum. a solid choice. Mine is actually not a well-known RuPaul song. Um, mine is Modern Love, and I forget which album it's off of, but it's like a ballad. It's like a dance ballad, if that makes any sense. Come on, dance ballad. And it's like a really good song, and Ru's vocals actually sound like really good. <laughs> I was like, okay, RuPaul, come through. But here's that walk. Fair. Here's what I'm going to say about this lip sync, Jordan. I went back and watched right before we recorded because I was curious and I couldn't remember because I watched it literally when it came out. Who do I think knew the most words in this lip sync? The Countess. <laughs> I was about to say the Countess. The Countess knew the words to this song. Now, how she could learn the words to this song and didn't know the words to free your mind is beyond me. But anyway, for me, watching, watching the lip sync, Countess knew the most words. But unfortunately, she just like wasn't giving energy. Like she was I actually really like what she did with the performance. Um, she was walking around like being like being the countess, basically. But I really did like like she didn't do a whole lot, but what she did, I was like engaged with a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. With what she did, she kind of sold it. She sold it. She was like being like the call me mother character. Like I really, really liked it. Now, who knew the least words? Because I paid attention to it. Ma'am, that was Tabitha. Now, Miss Tabitha gave... Yes, Miss Tabitha gave the energy and the flat ass shaking. Um, I didn't see that. And the uh, Russian kicks. I don't know what they're called, but... And she has... Like a can-can? A little bit, yeah. And she has, like, you know, a lot of strength in her knees, clearly. Um, And then you come to Pony, who gave, like, a very decent performance. I don't remember anything specifically that Pony did. But it became very clear very quickly 
that Tabitha was going to play off of Poonie. And Poonie also kind of played off of Tabitha a little bit. And I was like, are was we doing a, for me. are we doing alliances? Are we doing all-star style alliances in this lip sync, ma'am? Like <laughs> we did. We did did. I was I was so confused. So okay, here's what I, here's the other thing I'm gonna say. I th- so this is the second time Call Me Mother has been done. Obviously, the first time it was at the season 10 like final episode before the finale. Um, and we didn't get to see a lot of it because it was spliced in with, oh my god, I really want to win this crown. I really want to be in the top four. Oh my god, I really want to be in the top four. But like, <sighs> I just don't necessarily think this is a great lip sync song. It doesn't translate. No. Now, who would I have eliminated? And I would like to know who you would have eliminated. Based solely on the lip sync, I'm gonna be honest. Adore her, but I think I would have eliminated Poonie. I also would have eliminated Poonie. Like, and the fact that Fred called her first, meaning that, like, technically she won the lip sync was confusing for me um but they do call my little pony safe which i'm happy with because i do really like her and she's been performing and serving the lukes but if we're going straight off of this lip sync for me i would have eliminated pony um this week they got it right and we do lose the Countess. I just wish it had been last week. Because again, Ivy won that lip sync last week. And I'm still going to harp about it. Sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, just the judging again. I was, I was good with the judging. Her stresses me out. I was good with the season, because we had some similar judging issues on season one. If you watched, then you know. Um, Abby, oh my god, winning four lip syncs when she realistically only won one of them. Anyway. I do want to, like, Fred looked good. Yeah, I agree, but honestly, honestly, make Marika the host. Fred feels more like a fangirl when he's in the workroom. Fred feels more like the host of a reality TV show than a host of Drag Race. I think that's where I'm coming to that conclusion. Like, it feels like he's just hosting the show, but he's not like, I don't think he is necessarily qualified to be judging these drag queens. That part. Like, for me, make Marika the host. Hell, Make Envy Peru the host. I wouldn't be mad, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Because I did, I will say, you didn't watch Espana, but I did. And Envy was a guest judge on the final four for Espana. And honestly, she gave some of the best like critique and praise of any guest judge I've seen in a very long time on Drag Race. And I think it also helps the fact that, like, she competed and won. So, like, for me, like, and I, I agree. I think the same way, like, I think similarly with Brooklyn, 
hosting Canada. Like, I, I think there were a few issues with judging with Brooke in season one, and I hope they get rectified in season two, maybe now that there's a different panel. I am interested to see if, like, her judging gets better, if it's, like, she is she becomes the RuPaul and everyone else is, like, the Michelle Ross and Carson, or if it's going to be more of a team effort. I don't really know. Regardless, I just don't know if I like Holland with Fred as the main host. I would rather Fred be, like, the Tim Gunn. I feel like the thing is with Canada... It's on the horizon, so we will yeah. kind of have a better idea. We've got a lot on the horizon, Jordan. There's a lot of shows on the horizon, because we know... There's a lot of lip syncing. <clears throat> we know Canada is on its way, and I'm very excited, because if season two is anything like season one, I'm excited for the lip syncs alone, and that's really all I'm excited for. Like... <laughs> we have some exterminations to talk about. Yes, because Dracula is back with a cast uh, where I'm only acknowledging eight of them. We'll talk about it. We'll be doing a cast assessment here very soon. We'll be talking about... <laughs> anyway, and it was very exciting. I don't know if you saw either of these, Jordan, but we got a full announcement. We got a an Instagram account made a photo uh, drag race Italia is coming and allegedly coming very soon, which I was not expecting. Oh, oh, uh, oh. We have, oh, we have, I'm we have my pearls thinking. I'm very it. excited. So it, they have also announced the host. Oh, I forget her name. Hold on. But she's like a drag queen. Which, like, makes me excited. I'm not going to lie. Um, the only thing, Jordan, I, you're going to have to deal with the subtitles. I don't know if Italian's going to be better for you than... Uh, the Duchess? Than, well, I was going to say this, um, Espan España. But, oh, what is her name? Priscilla. Her name is Priscilla. Okay, Priscilla, and that's the host of Drag Race Italia. And then I, when I went to go search about the Vanessa Van Cartier of it all, I saw a post where Drag Race Down Under is casting for season two. Let's pray to God it's better than season one. <laughs> Let's pray to every known spirit and goddess in the universe that it's better than season one. But anyway, Jordan, we are down. You know what? I'm going to have to mm -hmm. pray to. Don't say it. I know where you were going and I was going to go there too. Don't you dare. We're not. It's not Sunday yet. We're not talking about Survivor. <laughs> Praying to Macedonian Jesus that AU is better the second time around. It's down under. It's not AU. We can't call it no, AU, I'm Jordan. A Kiwi Queen one season one. You can't call it AU. I'm praying to Macedonian Jesus that down, down under, under Thank is you. better than season one. Yes, I'm excited. Honestly, honest to God, I was hoping it would never return. You know, if they just make if if they just background check these people, like honestly, 
Just like a background check would be nice. Logan, when is Drag Race? When the fans do better background checks on these people than the fucking production team. That part. And we've got UK on the horizon as well, Jordan. That's coming out in two weeks, which I'm actually really excited about. I'm really excited uh, about it too. You know why? They always give us bops. I'm excited for the girl group challenge specifically and only. Honest to God. But give nevertheless, nevertheless, we are we are down to our top five here in Holland, Jordan, Kita, Pony, Vanessa, Vivaldi, and Tabitha. Um, who do you think is going to win? Uh, Pony or Vanessa. Okay. I, I don't know. So I think, obviously, the clear... Next one to go, unless she wins the challenge, is Tabitha. She's the only person without a win at this point. I'm okay with it. Um, I think at this point, Kida has a really good shot. I think Puni has a really good shot. I think Vivaldi has a really good shot. I think Vanessa would need to, like, prove herself a little bit more. You know what I I mean? It's going to, honestly, come down to the challenges at the end of this. I agree. I completely agree. Because, but, like, Vanessa could come out of nowhere and start, like, winning and winning. And I don't remember what the challenge for this week is, honestly. The challenge is Jordan watching the episode. That part. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode of Drag Race Holland. We will be back next Friday. Uh, talking about episode six of Drag Race Holland. And with that, the Fallout TV is over. For you, ni for me. Goodbye.